This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Saturday the 16th of January. It's a huge, huge day in Mansfield Town history. Boss Nigel Clough has not only signed his first player, but he's also keeping an eye on one for the future. And that man has scored as well. Jimmy Knowles scores for Notts County whilst Nigel Clough watches on. A rambling intro today. Why? Because when there's no game, Mansfield still matters. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Good afternoon and welcome to an almost impromptu show, mainly to fill our Saturday afternoons because we have got absolutely sod all else to do with our Saturdays. Coming up over the next hour, myself, Nathan and Cam will take a look at yesterday's new signing news and we'll talk about the departure as well. Plus, as we reach the halfway point in the season, we'll reflect on that and look ahead to the second half of the campaign and keep our eye on all the action in Skybet League 2 elsewhere this afternoon as well. As always, we want you guys to get involved and have your say on your team in the comments. So hit that share button, hit that like button and have your say on your team. Your comments, your questions, your observations, all welcome this afternoon as we try and beat the boredom here on the Mansfield Matters podcast. The final one of my 20s. Ah! Very good afternoon, one and all. Hope that you're all doing well and somehow managing to cure the boredom which we find ourselves in on this Saturday afternoon. My name's Craig Priest, joining me virtually as ever from yet another part of his uh, accommodation, Mr. Cam Felton. When will you ever find somewhere to settle, Cam? Um, I don't know. The day that Mansfield doesn't matter is when I'll find a place to settle, and that'll be never. I don't know, but if you could find a light, that would also be quite helpful. Uh, one man who is in the light is Mr Nathan Edge. How are you, Mr Edge? Are you well this Saturday afternoon? 
Oh, I'm, uh, this is saving me from a from a nap. I don't know. I, I could. I really fancy a nap right now. But I think if it wasn't for this, I would be. I'd be long gone now because it's boring, isn't it? Where's what's a Saturday without stags? Oh, it really Nathan is. Needs to get his dad naps in. Yeah, Nathan well, Nathan needs a dad nap, and Craig needs an old man nap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cam's <laughs> reference, of course, to my forthcoming thirtieth birthday. Over my shoulder, you may be able to see. Uh, that I've had to disguise a little package so Facebook don't kick us off for product placement. Uh, Cam's birthday package to me has arrived, uh, so I will be opening that at some point uh, in the show. Uh, Nathan, Nate, well, you've got to make it. You've got to make it look different, haven't you? Um, Nathan's supposed package and present to me hasn't yet arrived, so I'm guessing he's not yet ordered it. Uh, it says due Monday, which is my actual it's birthday. Yeah. All the, yeah, it's the gift of friendship you're getting absolutely bugger all from. Do you know what? From Mr. Edge, I would take the gift of friendship. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay, I think I've got time to cancel it, to be fair. So <laughs> well, I'll take a present as well. Friends yeah. with a celeb. Take a present as well. Friends with a celeb and it, all that. It, it's my 30th, so, spa- so splash out. Uh, as always, we want you guys at home to have your say on your team. So get down below in the comments now and have your say. Let us know your thoughts on the new signing of, uh, of uh, Stephen Quinn. Of course, Alistair Smith goes the other way. We'll delve into that later on in the show. First and foremost, though, Nathan will kick off um, with, obviously, the fact that we have no game today. I don't know where I sit on that. Um, to be honest, because obviously Carlisle were top of the league going into today's fixtures. Current scores uh, mean they're not. They've been overtaken. In fact, no, they have just gone back top of the league because of scores uh, elsewhere, actually, as a look at the updated table. Um, we, we're in form. That's, you know, that's that's not uh, that's not not obvious. We, you know, we've, we're a good team at the moment. Climbed all the way up uh, the table in, in midweek within touching distance of the playoffs. I was being a little bit pessimistic, as some of you may remember on Wednesday what? night. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I know, never. Um, and I just think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think, for me, I'm sort of glad that the, the game was off, but I know it's, it's led to a bit of boredom and what have you, but um, it's given us a bit of a rest. We can slot the game in later on. And for, for me, I would have wanted to face Carlisle. Yes, face them whilst we're in form, but also face them when we've got, um, you know, James Perch, um, Captain Ollie Clark back in the fold as well. And now we've been able to add uh, the new signing as well. I think when we do get that rearranged fixture, probably in February time sometime, I think we'll be in a much better um, position uh, to play them and take them on and get a, a good result than what we perhaps would have been today on also Nathan would have which would have been an even heavier pitch considering the weather we've had over the last 48 hours yeah I mean I've been thinking about it and sort of it basically I've, I've been stripping it back to basics and, and doing the pros and cons of the game being postponed uh, um, you know that the cons are the fact that we were in form and actually you know we, we'd have uh, I wouldn't say we you know would have fancied ourselves but we would have, have gone in there a lot more confident than we would have done you know, a month or so ago. So that would have been a big bonus for us, you know, and then coming down to us. Obviously, we was aware in midweek that they did, there was a potential outbreak of, of COVID. There were four players out. Obviously, that's, uh, you know, more must have been tested positive for them to be able to cancel, you know, to postpone the game. But, you know, at that point, I was thinking, you know, there might be a few players down, another good time to play them. But they're the, basically the only pros I can think of the game being on. You know, with it being off, you've got the, op- so the cons of it being off. Uh, the pros are you get the chance to bring back, you know, for Perch, Clark, Maynard to to fully recover, um, you know, they're, you know, in getting back up to fitness as well as a key thing. We've also had the the pros, you know, uh, the the 
obvious factor that we played 120 minutes against uh, Cheltenham not too long ago. Then a, a you know tough game midweek on on heavy pitches. So the likes of of Mal and a few others we know we're, we're struggling towards the end of those. So it's given them a, a rest back that they've not had. Uh, and like I say, with the pitch, it's given you know the pitch would have been heavy today. Uh, they've had they, they trained yesterday, which I believe was on the all weather pitch. Yeah. So they've not really had the, ch- you know, the chance to train properly as well because of the snow we've had around here. So when you put all that into consideration, it's probably not the worst th- thing ever for it to be postponed. And like you just said, we've also got the bonus of that. You know, it probably will be February, which means our transfer business will be done. And we all hope that we'll come out uh, come out of January stronger than than we went into it. So, yeah, well, yeah, we certainly be a good. Yeah, we've certainly made a good start as well. We'll touch upon that a little bit more later. But staying on the postponement cam, um, I think one thing which sort of people think think about in terms of postponements is, you know, having games in hand and sort of losing ground or whatever to teams around us. But it's the opposite effect this time around. Actually, we've played one of the most amount of games in the, the division ahead of it. We were a game ahead. We'd played 23. So a lot of teams today are actually having one of their two games in hand than us. In fact, there's only one... Uh, two other teams in the uh, division that have played more games than ourselves uh, at the end of today's game, and that's Port Vale, who are currently drawing one all today, uh, a place below us in 14th. And, of course, um, the team which I've got a bit of an obsession with at the minute because of the pessimist in me, in Grimsby, who are second bottom on 21 points. They're currently drawing 0-0 with 24th South End at the moment. So I'd like the, that to stay uh, as is. So in terms of, you know, having to pick up ground or anything like that actually today's in some respects done us another favor because teams around us are playing each other and it's the game in hand which they've got so that's an, that's another two positives for me cam yeah exactly and um walsall i'll say walsall oldham at the moment that's another one one draw for the for the time being keeps oldham below us they've now played the same amount of games also walsall above us They've played the same amount of games and we're only two points behind them. We've actually only dropped one place by the virtue that Colchester are drawing at, at Cambridge. So it's going well for us as well as it can do. It's And, and something that we did mention on, on Wednesday was that we, we can't be constantly overlooking, we can't be looking over our shoulder what everybody else is doing and whatever. But when you've not got a game yourself, you kind of have no choice because... You're relying on other teams doing us a favour, and it's doing all right so far. And that's thing. And then the teams below, even further below us, that could catch up from us. So uh, Barrow are playing Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe could get close to us if they win. Barrow are winning, meaning that they're now still six points behind us. So it's 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 going well for us so far, and uh, it's I mean it's eight eight point gap um, from the bottom two, but that that's better than what it was two three months ago when we were in the bottom two so there's a there's an upside to everything at the moment absolutely really. it certainly seems like there is today let's go to some of your guys uh, comments as well keep them coming in uh, this afternoon uh uh, Stevens kicked us off this afternoon saying I can't even remember my 30th um, Roger says I'm only 31 years older than Craig um, Stephen says I can't remember my 30th uh, um Clive says postponement is a positive recovery time for players in the pitch. New player players to be 
to, to bed in, make Carlisle travel for a Tuesday evening game, uh, of course, which we had to do as well when we played them at their place. Uh, Roger says, might be a blessing in disguise, gives the Stags a good rest. Of course, we don't have a game um, now until uh, next uh, next weekend, of course. Um, and of course, and John asks, do you think Stephen Quinn will be for Lapsley signing uh, permanently? I, I presume he means, do you think that will be the door closed on that? I don't think so, Nath. Obviously, Quinn only in on a, uh, a loan deal uh, until the end of the season from Burton. We'll go through that in a little bit more depth. But on the Lapsley thing, I don't think a midfielder uh, coming in necessarily closes the door on a potentially on a potential um, Lapsley deal in the future, whether that be in the summer or in this transfer window. I think it just bolsters what we've got in an area we'd really needed to uh, to bolster. Yeah, I don't really know where this rumour's come from. Uh, I've seen a few people mention does you know that that must mean Lapsley's not not going to be signing for us now, and I I I just I think that's kind of just a bit random to be fair because as far as I'm concerned, I I personally don't think anything will happen with Lapsley till the end of the season. I think I yeah, think, I agree. I, I reckon basically Charlton have just said you know he's he's here on loan for t- till you know we've, we've got him on a season long loan. And and that's that. He's then free to go and do what he wants to do after that. And hopefully we are doing what we can to make sure he stays. But I just think that's it for now until until the summer comes around. Um, this you know end of the day we're going to be bringing in players in January. We we know we need to strengthen the midfield even with Lapsley with us because when you look at last week, um, was it was it Cheltenham where we didn't have a midfielder on the bench yeah. at all, and that's when you could have named nine 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 subs. So. We're clearly, uh, you know, struggling in that position for numbers. So, it was somebody you know, we needed to strengthen there. And as Clough has said many times, it's you know, we, we, when with dealings in January, it's going to be a bit like you know, one person and one person out. And well, one person has gone out. Yes, it's a youngster, so you probably think the wages probably don't quite balance out. But I still think we've got a little bit of, of wiggle room. I don't think we're at our top end anyway, as it is. So. By letting Alistair Smith go, that frees up a bit of bit of wages and uh, you know space in the squad, uh, and, and we bring in an, uh, an experienced midfielder. I don't think uh, it's linked to Lapsley at all, in my opinion. But also, you look at the midfielders that we have got, and they're all getting game time because we don't play four four two, meaning that all our midfielders we either play four three three or four three one two. So your central midfield players are absolutely vital in that, and. And when you have got someone like George Lapsley as well to add to the mix, whether that be on loan or whether that be a permanent, whether that's this month, whether that's come the end of the season with any luck, then it's just another great addition to the squad. And, and the signing of Stephen Quinn is another fantastic part of of what um, Nigel's wanting to build and uh, having a, a, a team that's got good players in it that, that know their place and know how to... The experienced as well. He's he, what is he? Thirty-four. Yeah, we'll touch upon that it, in, a, in a second. Yeah, we'll touch a, up. But there's, it's there's still... an inter- I was just going to say because there's an interesting point on that which Nigel Clough says in the statement, which I'll come to in a minute about that experience. Well, exactly. But it was when you've got your experienced players like your Ollie Clarks and Stephen Quinn, and then James Perch more in a deep lying role if needed, then it's only going to benefit. Players like Harry Chargely, George Lapsley, George Marius, who are a bit younger, still, obviously, still developing, still learning a lot, and they've just got someone to to really bounce off. Yeah, I think you've got to remember that as well on that experience thing. I'll come to it more in a second as we dive into it more. But Harry Chargely, people look at him and think, is he experienced? Well, actually, no, because you know, prior to signing for us this time last year, he'd not 
really had football league experience. He'd only really played, was it Everton's kids? I think it Premier was Premier League him. two. Yeah, yeah Premier League two uh, with Everton. So, uh, and played in the uh, the JPT or the uh, Papa John's Pizza trophy or whatever it's called now yeah um so you know he's not got a lot of experience so he's still learning George Maris had only really played for one team his entire career yes he'd had a a lengthy spell as had Ollie Clark so there's not a lot of variety in there and Stephen Quinn certainly uh certainly does that let's read the official uh, announcement then um from the club yesterday um we are delighted to announce the loan signing of experienced midfielder Stephen Quinn uh, until the end of the season. Quinn, who joins from Burton Albion, has made 22 appearances in Sky Bet League One this season. Uh, the 34-year-old holds experience at the highest level, having consistently appeared in the Premier League for Hull City in the 2013 and 14 and 2014-15 campaigns, respectively. Quinn began his career with St. Patrick's Athletic in the League of Ireland before making the switch to Sheffield United in 2005. The midfielder spent seven years with the Blades, making over 200 league appearances in the red and white, including a season in the top flight in 06-07. Hall City signed Quinn for an undisclosed fee in 2012, and the Republic of Ireland International made a huge impact in his first season, scoring on his debut and appearing 44 times as the Tigers were promoted uh, to the Premier League. He also started in the FA Cup final against Arsenal in 2014, after scoring Hall's fourth goal in their 5-3 semi-final win over Sheffield United at Wembley. A spell with Reading followed... Uh, with whom he spent three years in the championship before signing for Nigel Clough's Burton in 2018. Quinn has experience at international level, representing the Republic of Ireland 18 times, including a memorable one-all draw against Germany in the Euro 16 qualifiers. Um, We've been working with Stephen for 18 months or so. He's a very experienced player, said Stags boss Nigel Clough. I'm not sure if people realise or not, but if James Perch, Andy Cook or Nicky Maynard don't start... We don't have an outfield player over 30 years of age. So that type of experience in the midfield area will be useful for us between now and the end of the season. Hopefully we can add one or two more new signings before the window closes, he added. And that, it's that second to last paragraph there, uh, Nath, which interests me the most. Without James Perch, Andy Cook or Nicky Maynard starting, we don't have an over, outfield player over the uh, age of 30. Actually, when you come to think of it, that's actually quite concerning because... You know, 30s uh, an experienced age for a player in football league terms, and you need that experience, especially in in that middle. And at times this season, that lack of experience has shown. Um, yeah, I mean that to to be honest hasn't surprised me because you know I I remember as um, when David Sharp came, uh, both him and Graham Cochran were both saying. You know the club strategy going forward. They wanted to bring down the average age. You know that was that was part of their goal. They wanted to make the team younger. We had a lot of um, you know aging players in the squad, and and to be fair, a lot of the fans were saying the same thing. You know we did say we needed to 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 bring in more youthfulness into the into the team, a bit of energy. Um, so it doesn't surprise me. I think the problem we might have had is that we've probably gone a little bit too far or done it a bit too quick. Um, you know we've probably gone. Uh, made the leap and, and got a lot of too many young players in with not enough of that experienced heads in. So maybe that's where we're, we're trying to level the balance a little bit. Um, you know, I, I still hope we're, you know, whatever, I hope all the players we don't, we bring in, we're not, we hope they're not all over 30, for example. Uh, but if you, if you do bring in a couple and, and the fact that he's on loan, I mean, is, is a what, good move uh, as what's, well. what's wrong with being 30 and over? 
Well, you'll soon find out. Mate. I mean, they'll, all be, they'll all be pessimistic coming into dressing room. They'll just come in in a bad mood. Ah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's just, yeah, recipe for a disaster, isn't it? But, but no, like I say, it, it doesn't overly surprise me, but it's probably more of an, uh, the issue is we've probably gone a little bit too fast with that change. And I don't actually think it's a massive issue at the moment. I think it's just strength. It's just a depth issue. And if you can bring in experienced players to add to that, then that's great. But I don't think the young players we've got aren't are doing anything wrong. On well, they were under Cochran, but I don't think they are under uh, under Clough. So I, I, you know, I don't. I'm not too concerned. But I like what he's thinking. You know, just to, to try and balance it out a little bit. Yeah. You, I... look at, you look at the flip side of that, and you you flick through. Just for example, you go to Burton's social medias. You look at what player, what fans are saying about it, and you, you look at a lot of them, and it's like. I don't understand the reasoning why this is happening. Why why have we let him go? Wishing him all the best, but why have we let him go? And it makes you wonder, like, oh, are we... Uh, obviously, a lot of the comments are, oh, Clough's come back for his players, blah, 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 whatever. But um, there's a lot of saying, like, oh, the, why why are we letting him go? He's a, he's a good player. He, he can add something. I think um, the term that a lot of Burton fans use is Quiniester. So, I don't I, We'll wait to see if that's true, but um, it, it, it's always a good thing when you've bought when you've got a player from someone and all their fans are kicking off. Like, why we let him go? Because you know that you've got something, someone that can offer something to the team, or someone that's going to be decent. But if, if he's performing at League One, and, then and you'd to, hope that he's going to be a decent player at League Two. And then the whole age thing, you know, about the, you know being thirty-four or whatever. Uh, sometimes you sort of look at those players. I remember what Graham Coughlin said about James Perch. Um, you know, he might, he's not. We're not going to get X amount of games out of him this season. He'll be a bit part player, and yet, you know, he's, he's probably fit enough to play week in, week out. And it's the same with Quinn. He's 34, and yet he's made 22 appearances uh, in League One for Burton, consistent appearances um, as well. Yes, there, there were a side who were struggling, um, but still, for their fans to say, you know, it's a mistake in letting him go and to play 22 games as well, says a lot about him as, as a player and you know I don't think he's going to come here just to bolster the numbers he's going to come here and, and get in that side and hopefully bring even more out of the likes of Harry Charlesley, George Maris and, and George Lapsley and give us a another option of, of the way we want to play. I think Neil Bishop you know when he joined it was exactly a you know, similar story really um, obviously I think, he, I think he was even older when he first signed for us um, and you think uh, yes, his last season wasn't the best, but now nah, the whole the whole squad wasn't. Uh, but you think of his first first season or two of us, he was uh, yeah probably a first name in the get, field. Didn't you get SSA Player of the Season? I think he might well have done. Yeah, I just think last. No, no I, not SSA. It's OAP Player of the Season. Wasn't <laughs> we, it? Uh, I think I, I just think obviously uh, his first season was fantastic. Obviously under a different manager than the second. Uh, season, I think he just probably lost his way a little bit in terms of the change in management. You know, working under a manager who wasn't really that experienced, hadn't worked there a lot, and then obviously Graham Coughlin came in as well. It was a, a very difficult place to be, especially when you're sort of an older player looking towards the back end of your career. But I think in terms of this edition of Quinn, I think like you said, Nathan, I don't think there'll be too many which are above that age bracket. But I think again, like he said, when David Sharp came in and, and Graham Coughlin sort of said. You know, I want to change, lower the average age and, and that sort of thing. Then I think we just went a little bit 
too far the other way with it. I don't think we, we quite got what we needed and, and that showed in the early part of the season. The players are responding now to, to uh, undoubtedly better coaching, better management and better atmosphere um, as well. Um, I just think it's uh, it's just one of those where one or two more experienced players, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking 34, I'm talking you know, 27, 28, 29, that sort of bracket, because in football in terms, Cam, that's still an experienced player. Yeah, it is. Um, you, you look at someone like Christian Pierce, like you, just another one, just um, just to throw the name in. Um, you, you look and you think, oh, centre half, 20, 27, 28, 29, oh, they're going to be slow. They're starting to, they'll be starting to slow down. But he was by far one of the best players at the club. And it's, it's like, can we have the bring him home music for him as well, or does it does he not qualify for that? I don't think well, we'll, 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 we'll be having it for too many all, people. All yeah, there. it's just going to be that on a loop. Just have it on loop in the background. Yeah, I think it drives me slowly insane. Home, uh, Nathan's favourite player scored today. Which, which, which Lee Angle. <laughs> no, definitely not. Do not play that song for him. I won't. Don't Although, worry. When you said uh, Quinny Esther, I did think actually, and I know who the next signing should be. Omari Raheem Sterling James. Oh. God. Uh, no. <laughs> Just for you, Nath. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Oh, shocking. I think it's one of those, we will press on with it. I expect probably that we may, we might get one or two um, in the week coming. Uh, I think it'll be a patient one that we uh, that we look at in terms of strengthening us uh, as well. But uh, I think we might see... I think today will will have given Nigel Clough a bit of a more of an indication of what what he wants to do as well. Come, he's obviously if anyone missed it, he's gone to watch Jimmy Knowles today at Stockport against Notts County in the uh, in the FA Trophy. Jimmy Knowles started and scored for them. I don't know whether he scored again or or what, but um, I know he had certainly scored early doors uh, for them. So yeah, he scored and they won today two one in the FA Trophy. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what what sort of performance he had and what Nigel Clough made of it. The impression I got, Nate, from listening to his interview, we'll hear a little bit of it, but not this bit um, in a, in a minute. Is he's going to have a look at him? He's spoken quite often with the Notts County manager, who's pleased with with how Jimmy's doing. Um, but Clough has said he's not getting as much football that we would have wanted him to do. Um, so it might be a case of you know recalling to send him elsewhere. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it. I think. We're looking to bolster and sort of boost our numbers. I think if we do inevitably bring another striker, in which we probably will, I think it'll be a more experienced striker. I don't think it'll be a recall for uh, for Jimmy Knowles. Maybe next season will be his opportunity to to finally uh, to take that chance. Yeah, no, we we sort of uh, spoke about this a little bit in a. I think it was in our group chat, wasn't it, or was it? I mean, I can't remember, but um, probably both. We, yeah, I, th- I think we did mention that you know if if there is a recall in there, it, it probably will be to then maybe move him on to somewhere else where he might get a bit more gate- game time. So uh, you know, there's there's that's probably likely unless he's done something to to really give Nigel food for thought today. You you never know. Um, you know, he might fancy him being in the building, being a part of it a little bit more. Uh, so obviously we'll have to wait and see what's happened. There. He certainly hasn't done himself any harm by again a goal today. Um, what's quite interesting, if, if he has been having a discussion with the Notts County uh, manager and has sort of shown his uh, sort of unhappiness about him, his game time, uh, I think this is I think this is his first game he's actually started today. So I know it's the FA Trophy, so whether they've gone with a you know, mix of team for a little bit anyway, 
or whether it's because uh, Nigel's been in his ear saying, you know, if he doesn't get start get some game time, he's coming back and uh, you know going and then maybe going somewhere else. So that's quite interesting to see that he started at least. Um, but yeah, I don't anticipate him coming back in and then being thrown straight into the starting lineup. I, I think if he's not getting the starts on a regular basis, uh, you know, in the conference, then can we really expect a young lad to come in and start for us in the league? You know, no. it's. Um, I think you know, had it's, he it's gone out, jump. I think had he gone out, Cam, and sort of maybe you know played eighteen to 20 games and maybe scored up to 10 goals for Notts County I think then we probably would have brought him back and uh, uh, maybe given him an opportunity post-January but uh, like Nathan says I don't think with a handful of starts and only a handful of goals I don't think you're particularly going to uh, ask that player of that age and that maturity to uh, to make the leap up but what's most important and most interesting to me though Cam is actually the fact that Nigel Clough hasn't sent his assistant or coaching staff out or scouts out to, to watch him he's gone himself yeah he has i mean his i suppose his his opinion of a player is is his final say so uh, i think that when you're look when you've got a, a set criteria of what sort of player you want to bring in then anyone can go and do that it's just like you you know what you're looking for whereas if you're looking at a player you've already got, you've got to then try and find a way for them to fit into your team. And and, and whilst the coaching staff would be able to do a, a relatively reasonable job, you're not going to get the same opinion as the manager is going to be. And I've just flick, just been flicking through the tweet, the, the comments on County's tweet when Noel scored. There's quite a few fa- their fans saying that they want him to stay uh, on a permo. So it's like it's interesting because when he does play he seems to play well and and whilst he d- and there's a couple saying oh we want him permanently get him a run in the team or whatever so it's it's interesting because he's not necessarily getting the game time but when he is playing he's scoring and he's playing well well if they want him permanently they can uh, pay double money that's uh, you know <laughs> Don't mind, yeah, don't yeah, mind helping out the non-league neighbours, but if they want one of our star, starlet players, uh, they're going to have to pay triple the, the money, as Nathan says. Uh, obviously, no game for the Stags um, today. Uh, obviously, the home game against Carlisle postponed due to them having COVID within their camp. Let's have a little uh, look now at within the Stags dressing room and get the thoughts of Nigel Clough on the uh, postponement and um, the uh, the possible um, what they're going to be doing and things like that as well. Fingers crossed I play the right clip. Here goes. It's also a testament to the way that the players have reacted. Nope, wrong clip. Let's try this one. We would have certainly liked the game on, uh, without a doubt. I think when you're in a run that we are at the moment in the league, uh, then you want to play every every few days. Uh, so we're disappointed in uh, in lots of ways. The game's not on, understandable uh, with the situation. The weather would have caused us a problem getting the game on, but we would have done everything uh, in our power to get it on. Uh, but the only upside is that it gives us a, a few days to get sort of Ollie Clark and James Perch and uh, and one or two others uh, back to full fitness, uh, especially those who are carrying knocks after the last couple of games. We're still going to have a, a very good session uh, in light of the game being off, especially uh, for those that didn't play on Wednesday night. Uh, everybody else will, st- will still do a good session as well. Uh, and then a few days rest, um, ready for getting ready for the game a week on Saturday. And it's, it's not a bad thing just to be able to step back and sort of recharge your batteries physically and mentally, the players. 
halfway through the season exactly in terms of league games. Right, this is a position we're in. We've got ourselves into the top half of the league, which is brilliant. We're up on our games anyway. We've played as many as anybody in the league. Uh, let's just have a think about what we're going to do in the next three months now. And of course, the transfer window's open. It gives us another week to, to work on targets. Uh, we've made a couple of offers for uh, for loans. One's hopefully is pretty close and should get done after the weekend. Uh, and then we'll pursue others over the weekend and that's starting next week. That's Stags boss Nigel Clough speaking to I Follow Stags uh, early in the week, of course, speaking about that postponed game. Keep your comments coming in. Let us know uh, your thoughts. I'm sure there'll be a heated discussion on the way in a second as we have a look at the full times elsewhere in Skybet League 2 today uh, with us having no games. Uh, Jody says, is it your big day today, Craig? Happy birthday to do. No, it's Monday, uh, but thank you very much for your well wishes. I uh, really, really, really do uh, appreciate that. And don't worry, uh, the thing you can see over my shoulder, um, the package from Cam will be open later in the show to find out what that is and whether I'll be calling him all sorts of names off air later on. Uh, let's have a little look though at, uh, in Skybet League 2 and we'll have a look, a look at where it leaves us in terms of the league table uh, and things like that um, as well uh, this afternoon um, uh, it, with us not having played. Of course the Stags uh, on 23 games and many opportunities for, um, for games in hand for teams around us. Uh, this afternoon and then we'll have a little look uh, to see whether on Wednesday I was being a little bit um, a little bit too pessimistic or whether actually I had my head screwed on this is the picture of Skybet League 2 today so the Stags didn't play at all uh, with Covid in the Carlisle camp meaning the game against them was off today Full times in Skybet League 2. There's one game just about to finish in that is Barrow against Scunthorpe. Barrow currently 1-0 up in that one. Elsewhere in Skybet League 2, Bolton 1, Cheltenham 1. Bradford against Crawley was off. Colchester 1, Cambridge 1. Forest Green Rovers 1, Port Vale 0. Grimsby 0, Southend 0 a full time. A great result for that for us uh, in that one at the bottom of the table. Although I'm sure a few of you will be shaking your heads with me still talking about bottom of the table. Reasons will become clear. Um, postponement between Harrogate and Exeter, full-time Leighton Orient 2, Morecambe 0, Newport 0, Salford 0, Stevenage 0, Tranmere 0, and Warsaw 1, Oldham 1. So the only team, uh, only two teams to get victory today in League 2, Barrow. Um, and of course uh, Leighton Ori. In terms of the league table, the Stags in 13th position played 23 games with 29 points. Port Vale uh, beneath us in 14th also on 29. 15th Tranmere also on 29 points um, following draws for those two in their respective games today. The Stags have a game in hand over Port Vale but Tranmere have uh, two games in hand on us, so swings and roundabouts in the table. Uh, going further down the league, in 16th is Oldham on 28 points, 17th is Bolton also on 28 points, Harrogate who didn't play today um, in 18th on 25, Bradford beneath them in 19th who didn't play today as well um, with uh, 24 points. Barrow, who uh, beat, who won today, beat Scunthorpe. They're up to 20th uh, on 23 points. Scunthorpe also 
on 23 points uh, following their defeat today in 21st. Just above the drop zone, it's Stevenage uh, on 21 points in 22nd. And following a goalless draw between these two, Grimsby still stay in 23rd, Southend still bottom on 24th. Just a point separates those two. Uh, Grimsby 21 points, Southend 20 points. So now an eight point buffer only between ourselves and the relegation zone. Uh, we've played uh, one game less than Grimsby, so we'll have a game in hand on them. Opportunity to put a buffer between us and them uh, even more. However, Southend have a game in hand on us. Go on then, for the optimists uh, among you, let's look up the table. It's very tight in League 2 at the moment. Colchester above us in 12th on 30 points. Warsaw in 11th on 31. Exeter 10th on 32. Morecambe 9th on 34. Crawley 8th just out the outside the playoffs on 34. And following a 2-0 win for them today, uh, Leighton Orient in 7th. Uh, on 36 points, the same amount of points as Cheltenham. So quick maths uh, in that one. Seven points between ourselves and the playoffs and eight points between ourselves and the drop zone. Do you see now, Nathan Edge and Cam Felton, why I wasn't being a pessimist on Wednesday night? I was being an optimist, although to flip it around again, the results have done us a favour today. But still, my point was there's lots of games to be played and it's very, very tight in Skybet League 2. Do you see what I was getting at? No. Why? Yeah, I, I mean, kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, just, I just want to bring something up very quickly. I don't know what's happened in the Barrows-Gunthorpe game, but they play 16 minutes if added on time. Wow, <laughs> that's probably why I keep refreshing it. It's not... Um... Yeah, that's now come up as a full-time result, but... Um... I can understand the pessimism, but I can understand the optimism because it's such a tight league. Things can go either way, but we're also the form team in the division. And, and whilst we keep winning, I suppose you've just got to ride that wave a little bit. And yes, it, at some point it's going to come crashing down. It, it's Mansfield Town. It always does. But you look at the teams above us. Um, I mean, I'm just looking on the BBC um, page. Colchester haven't won in five. Walsall haven't won in four. Exeter have uh, haven't won in three so the teams that are directly above us they're not on a great run and I know we've got to play uh, Colchester at some point in February, I'm not sure about the other two when they play them but there's so much to to change between now and the end of the season but it's just riding that wave while we can I suppose Put it, yeah. put it this way, you normally sound the voice of reason well End of the day, we're smack bang in the middle of the table, so you kind of look, got to look above and below you because uh, we could go either way. And that's my point. <laughs> and that's my point. And my point was, I don't want to, I don't want to completely stop looking behind us and you know look at it as we're going to go on this this charge and run. Yes, with a form team, but I think like Nathan says, it's so balanced. You got to look at both, and that was the point that I was trying to make. But obviously, you two were just trying to make me out to be well, the bad guy. Pessimism's back. Pessimism's I still can't back. believe actually we're even at this point. To be fair, so. It's, that's why I think I'm feeling more optimistic because I'm actually just surprised we're even in the mid middle of the table because I just didn't think we were going to get there. I didn't even think we'd be there come the end of the season, never mind no. actually to get to the halfway point and be in the position we are. Um, so that's why I'm, I'm a lot more positive about it all. Uh, but it's such a such a strange year because you've just got so many different teams on different games played and... yeah when you think they're going to start catching up on you, you then get another team that's that gets an outbreak of COVID. 
And then it's another three games that they they miss because it's usually how it ends up panning out because it's normally a mid midweek game that they can't play or something. So um, it just it's just going to be weird, I think, until the end of the season. I don't think you'll ever say, let's just say, let's go on the optimism side. Let's say we get ourselves into the playoffs. I still even think, you know, come say say we're in there come March or something or you know early April. It's still you'll still be there thinking actually we're there, but you'll I guarantee that we still have teams with games in hand over us yeah. and. Uh, and or we'll have some over others. It'll just be so. I think it's just coming out at the end of the season, so you're never going to feel comfortable because no, you're going to never be on. I, I don't see it until the final ball's kicked. Everyone's going to be playing the same games. And there, therein lies my point, well explained by Mr. Nathan Edge. Well, uh, do you think? You, also, just a quick one, just above us. Obviously, Exeter are only what three points ahead of us. They've also got two games in hand on us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Tough. Yeah, and and like you know, every to every team above us actually. Um, to get apart from Warsaw that's got games in hand on us, um, you know, before the playoffs, it's all going to balance itself out. You know, a bad run of results today might have dropped us even further um, back down. I think we were quite fortunate in us not playing today that a couple of the teams around us, in terms of below us, had played each other. Obviously, Barrow against Scunthorpe, Grimsby against Southend as well. Both of those results have turned out in our favour. Um, obviously, uh, Harrogate didn't play today, Bradford uh, didn't play today. Um, either um, so that will like, uh, affect things in the long run you look at who we've got to play um, as well in the coming weeks next weekend south end away of course bottom of the league but we talk about us being a form team they're in form um, as well um, always a difficult place to go south end as well then we've got bolton uh, to play who were sort of smack bang in the middle of it as well a couple of good results for them could lift them right up whilst a couple of bad results for them could also drop them right down there's only a points difference between us and them as it stands at the moment, but a, but a good five places. Um, and then Warsaw as well to, to end the month. Warsaw, obviously, uh, at the moment, um, 11th, a couple of places above us, only two points ahead of us. So it's very, very tight. We've got all those teams around us um, to play. For me, um, I'm just going to take it game by game for now. I think the vital thing um, for me will be getting a good result next Saturday um, at Southend, which I'm sure we'll touch upon a little bit more uh, when we do the uh, midweek podcast. We will do a midweek podcast because, let's face it, we, we're so used to having a game in midweek, we're going to be bored um, by Wednesday. And I also want to know what present Nathan's got me, so uh, uh, so there you go. Uh, we're going to leave it there in terms of football chat uh, for now. Thanks very much for getting involved um, in, uh, in that. Really appreciate your uh, comments on that as well. Um, today I'm going to open Cam's uh, present to me in just a second. Final few comments uh, from you today as well. Um, Roger says, apparently my Sheffield United mate says Quinn was a decent player at Sheffield and has uh, two ex-footballing brothers. Um, Jody on the league table, that's a good scoreboard for us. Um, she also says uh, that uh, she thinks I'm being cautiously optimistic. Damn it. Never no, play no, poker. Um uh, Kathy says, happy 30th birthday for Monday, Craig. Thank you very much. Um, and um, Pedro says, flipping at Cam, you miserable chuff, we're going up. So <laughs> I don't know if that was aimed at me. and called, I don't know, but I'm, if it says Cam, I'm going to blame Cam. That's the best way um, to do it. So uh, so there you go. Right. Um, Cam, do you want to explain uh, about this then? Do you want to explain about this, the little package? I, I like how you scribbled your, um, your address out. Censored, mate. Not letting people <laughs> the public know where I mean, where I live. <laughs> Um, we can't so, really explain it, can you? Because he needs to open yeah, it. Yeah, you need it, to open it. It'd give it away. Yeah. Do I? Do I get? Any, I think off camera on uh, Wednesday, I sort of had a guess at what it was. It feels like a book. Um. So, 
I'm going to go with that. Is open it, it then. Right, I'll just open it. All right, okay. Open it. Whilst you're doing that, can I just ask before I forget, what was with that music for the uh, for the score roundup? It, do you know what? I've like got it, no. We should be watching Mr. Bean or something. Yeah. Do you like. know what? I, I thought I pressed the <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. I've moved a few things few things about it, but it was four minutes long. I wanted it to be a little bit longer so I could talk. Um, but I actually, I actually meant to press this one. I meant that one, but oh, okay, I've yeah, got it wrong. I was, very, I was like, I feel like it should be like Mr. Bean or something on here, or some yeah. sort of mime act. No, I know. I so I, I apologise, but at least it wasn't the you know the the music which you find it on Channel Five at three a.m. in the morning, according to Cam. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've opened it. I can actually see inside it now. Um, my guess was right. Off camera, my guess was right. Yeah. Um, very annoying. I can see a couple of things inside it. Is there any? What do I need to take out? This little. I've got a gift note. Yeah, the gift note. Uh, now what's and I've got the I've got the thing as well. Uh, what was the? Um, you said that I was going to be angry or something at the gift note. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I thought you'd laugh at it. To be fair. Okay. Uh, it says happy <laughs> birthday, mate. Enjoy the big thirty as much as you can from Salford shenanigans. <laughs> I thought it was Oldham Opinions now. Thought you changed it. No, no, it's got to, it's got to stick with my Salford. Okay, All right, I'll take out the the present. What it is? Um, there we go. So it is the Taskmaster 220 extraordinary tasks for ordinary people. Do you want to explain the reasoning uh, behind this little purchase, Cam? Uh, Craig's obsessed with Taskmaster. I do like right, Taskmaster. So yeah, I wouldn't go as far as to say obsessed, but I've yeah. never heard of it. Genuinely, until Cam, I asked Cam right what he got you. And he said a book. So I, I laughed. I was sat with Emma at the time and I just started laughing. I was like, can't believe he's got Craig a book. I mean, Craig of all people, a book. I mean, uh, that, I, find that, I find that highly offensive because I actually do like a book. But yeah, I, like, I, like them, I like books about serial killers and crime. Oh, same. I nice. love, mate, we need, to have a, we need to start a new podcast. <laughs> Get a bit oh, deeper. No. Yeah, I know. But... Yeah, I, lo I love crime and serial killers, so... I'm glad well, I'm in I had, Manchester, because I'm going to die. I had to Google <laughs> what Taskmaster was, so... I mean, to be honest, I don't... I think Taskmaster's a very visual thing. Um, it's very hard to... It would be very, very hard, even with audio description. Mate, I love watching um, I Catchphrase, so... Well, yeah, well, then maybe you would <laughs> like it. It's very out of the box. I think it's very me. Um, it's one of those... So it's like the silly little games and silly little outrageous tasks uh, that you do. Um, I have actually got... You do realize this is the second edition of this, don't you, Cam? Is it? Yes. I actually have got the 200 one, the original one, which came out. Um, that was a fluke then. Very, very fluke. But I actually, I am genuinely pleased with this. I'm, I'm genuinely buzzing with it because um, I yes. believe this one has got um, all the little tidbits inside it about uh, what's happened on the TV show and how... People have responded to it as well. Um, are you up for a quick task? Um, go on then. Okay, right. I'm gonna. This uh, <laughs> this is task thirteen in this book. Uh, it's a social task. Everyone can compete at the same time. Say a word with one more letter than the previous person's word. Every word must be a proper word according to your taskmaster, which, by the way, is me. Um, play starts with the youngest person who must say a word longer than A. Okay, so you've got to basically say a two-letter word, all right? Um, the next oldest then has five seconds to say their word and so on. 
If you fail to say a word of the correct length within five seconds of the previous person, you will leave the task and the group starts again with A. No words can be repeated. Last person playing wins. The task starts when the taskmaster uh, says A. So Cam, you're going to go first. I'm going to adapt it a little bit because there's only you two playing. Um, you, let's just see how long we can go. So We're just Cam's, bouncing it back. It, from basically, the it's, it, basically, it's got to be... Cam's got to be a two-letter word, then Nathan's got to be a three-letter word, and then four-letter word, and then so on and so on and so on. So we'll see um, We'll see how we get on um, with this. Right, so uh, Cam, it's over to you uh, with a two-letter word, because I've said the letter A. B. Bin. B. Uh, care. Pairs. Four. There. Okay. What's that? There. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> Hello. Five. There. Spell it. T H E Y. Apostrophe R-E. Oh, can't have apostrophes. Cam's oh, out. Not, not having apostrophes. Because that's two words. words. Two words. Because no, that's they are. No, no it's not. No. No. Cheating. There is a word, but the apostrophe. I agree with Nathan and the taskmaster. Um, there, that's that's cheating because that's screwed over by you two again. No, you haven't been screwed over by me, us two again. You've been screwed over by your own present. <laughs> Good present. Very much so. Pressure's now on Nathan for to, to, to buy a, a gift. I don't think he has got one, to be honest. And I wouldn't be disappointed. If, I wouldn't even have been disappointed if you didn't get me anything. I really do appreciate the sentiment, especially on student life. Glad to know my taxes are paying for my own present. <laughs> Had to do something. It's your 30th. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Uh, Nathan, I, I, I expect. Uh, I mean, is my Amazon Prime Day? Is it my two microphones and cable which I lent you about two months ago? I mean, <laughs> if it was coming from my house, I, I would have put that in there, but it's not coming direct from Amazon, so no. Fair play. Well, I look forward to uh, to seeing what that is, and I'll open it. I won't open it on the day. I'll I'll do what I did uh, for cams. I'll leave it, and uh, I'll open it. Um, probably on Wednesday when we do a midweek uh, midweek podcast. Is that all right with you? That's fine. That's fine. Awesome. Uh, well, that's it for this af- this Saturday afternoon. We wanted to sort of fill the gap um, a little bit, um, and sort of we hope that that sort of um, uh, you know filled your Saturday afternoon and killed the boredom a little bit. Um, Roger says happy birthday uh, to Craig. Thanks very much. Uh, he also says I thought he thought it would have been a book on stakes. The problem is, I've got most of them. So, but yeah. There you go. Maybe I'll have a. I'm gonna have a rifle through this. If you think that task was, you know, easy, this book is gonna come back to bite you, Cam, because see, I told you it would. The amount of <laughs> the amount of things I'm gonna use from this book in future games and quizzes, um, you know, will be will be vast. I, I mean, I've got 202 a, to pick from. 220 one... to pick from. I thought it was a good thing because obviously that'd be something for us to use, but then also. Um, through work, if you ever wanted to do anything like that, or yeah, yeah, it's true, little, yeah, little tasks and, and game shows and things like. That. I know you like your um, your little games that you play, so I, I'll be I just honest. Thought it was... 
Cam's present is a lot better than what I've got here, to be fair. I mean, it's, it's got thought behind it. Like, I'm, 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 as I said, I was very surprised by Cam. He's, he seems to be growing up in there. In I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to put a downer on Cam, but I get a feeling he's, he's perhaps didn't choose it. No, I definitely no. It was me. This, I, this I, thought I behind it, and I'm saying that you know. No, it was definitely me that did it. <laughs> uh, well, because uh, yeah. the person you're thinking of wouldn't know. Wouldn't know that. So fair enough. Okay, fair fair enough. Well done, Cam. Yeah, well, I yeah, well done, lost. Cam. For now, yeah, he still did lose though. To be fair, I will have a flick through this book and I will see uh, what comes up um, for uh, for probably Wednesday. Stay tuned to our social media page for uh, for that. That though is it for this afternoon, this evening. Thanks very much for your company. I hope we've sort of filled some of the boredom, as I did say. Make sure you join us again in the week and stay tuned to our social media pages for full details as we have a look at the halfway point of the season and talk about a special, special anniversary. No, not my 30th birthday, but the 200th league appearance of Sir Mal Benin. Plus, I'll open Nathan's present, put these through, these two through a random quiz as a belated virtual birthday party, which will include a task from the Taskmaster book, which Cam has very kindly brought me. Have you got the receipt? Um, and we will, we will, we'll of course, keep talking about all things Mansfield Town as we look ahead to the weekend's game at Southend United. Thanks very much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and the start of next week. Birthday presents and gifts are welcome on Monday. See you in my 30s. Have a great weekend, everybody. Goodbye. Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.